0: disclaimer all views expressed on this podcast represent the host and his guest and not the companies or agencies they are associated with this is tony's game lounge world tour a podcast with a variety of guests from all over the world talking all things in the gaming industry here's your host tony erickson hello
1: everybody and
0: welcome back to a brand
1: new episode of tony's game lounge I'm your host, Tony Erickson. My voice is back. (laughs) And uh, this week on the world tour, we are heading to South America. We have stopped in Brazil and we are joined by internet artist and probably the world's biggest Man With A Mission fan that I know, Crisis.
2: Hello. Hello, everybody. It's a pleasure to be here.
1: (laughs) It's a pleasure to have you on Finally Crisis. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing okay. I'm as um, I think that I, I am actually pretty nervous to be here, to be honest, but anyway. Uh, you, you've got nothing
1: to be nervous about, uh, although this first question, it, it gets everybody because we are doing our passport check since you're brand new here on the podcast. We are asking for your favorite video game, favorite video game character, and favorite video game soundtrack.
2: Uh... Okay, I am pretty much uh, very confused with stuff and I can't choose. (laughs) But I think that one of my favorite game um, series, because I love all the games, is the Uncharted series. I really love all all the, the dynamics in the game for the character. I must say that I am pretty much... Tails fan from the Sonic series, and for soundtrack nowadays, it's pretty much divided between the Final Fantasy XV soundtrack and the Genshin Impact soundtrack, that both are really amazing.
1: Alrighty, those are some solid choices right there. Uh, I enjoy the Final Fantasy XIV soundtrack. I, I should really listen to Fifteens because all the Final Fantasy music is
2: really, really good. I mean, what in Final Fantasy isn't actually really good?
1: <laughs> uh, 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 Final Fantasy Thirteen: Lightning Returns. <laughs> I actually, I actually kind of like this game, but anyway, let's not talk about that. <laughs> well enough of that let's uh hey let's get jump into our headline of the week and it was hard it was honestly hard to pick a headline this week because not a lot of like big things really happened aside from like pokemon news but it wasn't that big for pokemon news so i went with uh, a saints row update uh as we as everybody on planet kind of knows saints row had a new release come out this year And, boy, was it hot garbage. Um, Not the game itself. The game itself is fine. But, well, I mean, the story itself is fine. It's a mid-game overall. But, boy, bugs after issues. The game was not finished. Volition has come out and put out a statement regarding the future of the game. First, we're getting a brand new update for the game in November. They'll be fixing a plethora of bugs and making sure that the base game is a lot better than it is already, which is great. You love to see that. Ha- you love to see that. They've also said that they're going to stop working on a future uh, content for the game. So the DLCs that they have planned, those are getting put on hold as their focus throughout 2023 will be to fix the game until it's at a stable rate, a stable condition that they can then put out the DLCs uh, without any issue. So that's really good to see. Now, Do I really care about this? No. I've platinumed Saints Row already, and I am probably not going to play that game again. Because even though there will be DLC, I never really got into the Saints Row DLC a whole lot. I don't know. What what are your thoughts on this crisis?
2: Uh, I actually never really played Saints Row. Uh, I was pretty much still uh, an early teenager when my my cousin played. And I the the thing is I remember to laugh a lot about this game because it there is some really crazy stuff and honestly I like crazy stuff so it's okay.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, but, the humor yeah.
1: in the game is definitely top tier. It, and amazing. it still has yeah. it, absolutely the the modern game still has that humor in it. There are some good points where I laughed out loud really. Yeah, <laughs> it, it had its moments.
2: I think I think that I love this kind of um acid humor you know like something that you're not expecting happens and then everything like works together even though it isn't supposed to work
1: uh well that's our headline of the week Uh, really like i said not a nothing big and major going on in the world uh so that is our headline of the week let's dive into everything else that happened this week though here is what
0: happened in the week in review Covering news from the world of video games, TCG, and board games, this is The Week in Review. And starting off,
1: uh, we got some game releases that came out last week. We had the new LEGO Brick Tales, the brand new LEGO game that actually sees you building proper LEGO structures to help progress in various puzzles. uh, that are like themed environmental. It's really cool looking. We also had the Dead by Daylight clone, Dragon Ball the Breakers, where one player plays as uh, Frieza, Cell, or Boo, and has to kill seven other people trying to build a time machine to escape or gather the Dragon Balls. And uh, NHL 23, the brand new hockey game in the franchise. In the world of video game news, uh, starting off, we had a brand new, brand new Scarlet and Violet trailers revealing the electric gym leader Iono. And in the first video, she's like, "Hey guys!" And there was voice acting in this, by the way, Japanese voice acting. Uh, sadly, it won't be translating. It won't be coming into the game, even though it should. Pokemon should just take the shot and add voice acting into their game. It would make them so much better. And she, Anyway, the whole thing was she's a live streamer, and it's like, it's time to play Guess My Partner Pokemon. And she gave us some hints, and then that was the end of the video, and everyone was like, well, that was a waste of time. (laughs) And then later today, the day that we're recording this, the second part of it came out, and they revealed a brand new Pokemon, which we all kind of expected, Belly Bolt. A electric frog Pokemon.
2: I would uh, since I was a kid. I I actually would um, always wanted to have a Pokemon. It was pretty sad when I discovered that they didn't really exist. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What Pokemon? What Pokemon did you want? As you said, I'm a big Mammoth Mission fan. For those who don't know, it's uh, basically a band made by wolves. So. Don't be surprised if I say um, actually Eve the oh Eve fir- yeah, yeah. Eve the the first evolution like the common one because it's so cute and <laughs> also I always when I when the Pokemon move when the uh, Detective Pikachu released oh yeah I were half of the movie in the theaters I went to watch in the theaters I was half of. Half of the move, like, I want to have an Arcanine now. I want to pet. I want to it. <laughs> you see, I
1: was thinking, like, the second you brought up man with a Mission, I'm like, oh, he's gonna say Arcanine. The Eevee threw me off a bit, but I'm like, I'm expecting an Arcanine from Kaiser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could,
2: I could have said, I could have said I'm though, but wouldn't wouldn't make too much sense. <laughs>
1: uh, well, that was the new, brand new Pokemon moves. Belly Bolt. Electric. Its tummy has lightning. It, it looks all right. Uh, one of my coworkers at work said uh, said that she thinks it's adorable and she wants like a plushie of it. Moving on, we got some Valorant news. They added their brand, Oh, they're adding their brand new uh, agent Harbor. He arrives next week, so they put out a bunch of trailers to showcase him. It, he he looks cool. I, I I really I'm not a big Valorant guy. I never got into it. I can't bring myself to play it either. I'm just not into those kinds of games.
2: I am bad with FPS, but I li- I like to play like Valorant sometimes just for fun as well.
1: I feel like if I had more friends, I would maybe play it. Like if I actually had like nine other friends who played it, I would try to do like private matches. If Valorant even has
2: those. Sadly, we can't really play because the ping would be too much for one of us. <laughs> very true. Very, yeah. very true. I, I mean, I, I used it to play like MOBA, uh with 300 ping, but it wasn't actually a really fun experience. And I don't want to repeat that, actually.
1: <laughs> uh, Bethesda, they came out with some brand new news regarding Starfield. And it featured our boy Todd Howard. He revealed mostly, we've talked about like some traits that you can experience in the game. Like, you own a customizable home, but every week you have to pay like 50,000 credits to keep your as mortgage payments. There's an extrovert and an introvert perk. One, the extrovert, if you're with a companion, you use less oxygen, but if you're. So by yourself, you use more and vice versa with uh, the introvert. There's like a lot of them. There's even one. It's like where you visit your parents, they take 10% of your money. (laughs) It's wild. Uh, They also said that there are over 250,000 lines of dialogue, which is more than Skyrim and Fallout 4 combined, I
2: believe. That's actually pretty impressive. (laughs)
1: the game is gonna be huge uh, and it is an Xbox exclusive Xbox and PC exclusive no PlayStation allowed in this party that Bethesda is putting on so it's gonna be great to see uh taking a, a trip down the some bad news take a guess on who it's about. Activision Blizzard, because of course it's from Activision Blizzard. Uh, Another worker has filed sexual harassment, uh, a sexual harassment lawsuit uh, alleging gender discrimination, battery, as well as some other really, really bad things that I do not want to bring on the podcast. It's just bad, and this is a reminder don't play Overwatch 2. And remember to be a decent human me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, too. Be a decent human. God, please be a decent human. <laughs> like, come on. It's it's not that it's not that hard. <laughs> it, it, it really isn't. It's not that hard. Uh but yeah, that's t- and uh, also just a reminder, uh the 19 billion dollar buyout that Microsoft made is still under investigation too and may not go through still. So Just an update for you. That's still going on. And if you want to read more about this, you can read up on it on Polygon, as that is where I read the article from. Uh, It's uh, back into the good news. Uh, It's some game edition news. PlayStation Plus, they are adding a whole bunch of new games next week for PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium members. Uh, These include Grand Theft Auto Vice City Definitive Edition, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, Assassin's Creed Chronicles, all three of those games, China, India, and Russia. Uh, Dragon Quest XI-S, a fantastic RPG that I encourage you to play. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders 1, Builders 2, Dragon Quest Heroes 1, and Heroes 2, and a whole bunch more. All for basically the price of free if you have a PlayStation Plus membership. It's it's so it's good it's so good.
2: I honestly from these played actually just um, <laughs> the Assassin's Creed Chronicles the trilogy I played. I, I, um, I played one of them many years ago, and I thought I it was all right. The, I played the Russia and I think the China. I don't. Uh, there is. I don't remember the last one if I played India. India. I think that I played half. I myself liked a lot the game. I like I like um, platformers, so <laughs> it was actually pretty fun to play.
1: In uh, some shutdown news, the mobile Final Fantasy VII Battle Royale, uh, the first sh- soldier that's getting shut down on January 11th. Uh, Square and Tetsuya Nomura came out and announced that.
2: That's for me myself is actually pretty sad. Did you play it? I actually didn't play it, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> um... <laughs> I, mean, I, I thought you
1: did because I have not met anybody who has played this game.
2: No, actually, uh, actually, I don't. I didn't play it, but I have a, a few information that I can talk about. Uh, actually, the game is pretty popular in Japan. Like actually really popular, which when I read it was actually kind of surprising. And as again, as a Memo Information fan, uh, the band did like a song basically just for this game. So it's like kind of sad. as they did on their last album, on the Break Across the Walls too.
1: Oh, okay. I probably, which, which one, if I may ask?
2: Uh, the Soldiers from the start.
1: <laughs> okay. I'll be sure to listen to that one again.
2: Yeah, uh, by the way, if if anyone uh, who's who don't know my information, if you like a a rock band, I recommend start with this one. It's actually pretty much a banger. <laughs> uh, it's um. finally we have a
1: release date news. Persona 3 Portable and Persona 4 Golden. We finally have their modern console release dates. January 19th, 2023. You'll be able to download both of those on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox X- Series X, and Xbox One, PC, even though P- Persona 4 is already on PC, um, Switch, all of them, every single one of them. You can finally play those three, and now we just sit and wait for Atlas to remake Persona 1 and 2 again. <laughs>
2: I think that I have games now to play more RPGs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. More more time to
1: spend gaming with RPGs. Exactly. At least you'll have some great tunes to bop to as well. We got uh, a delayment news. Uh, Witchfire, the brand new game that's being worked on by the developers of Bulletstorm, that's now been delayed to next year. Square Enix Montreal has gone through a name change and they are no longer called Square Enix Montreal. They are now Studio Onoma, as I believe they were bought out by another company. And so that specific branch is now with them. So the name change only makes sense. Uh, And also lastly, Sonic Frontiers, we got a brand new combat overview trailer showing off skill trees and brand new abilities. And it's looking really good. That game is getting a lot of
2: good build up to its release. I am actually pretty um, excited for the the Sonic Frontiers. But I, I didn't. Too. I didn't watch it this one. I need to. I'm going to watch after we we, we finish the recording. Actually.
1: <laughs> yeah it, it it came out it it came out like kind of out of the blue like people. We're not I don't think many people were expecting it unless they said something. Uh speaking of Sonic Frontiers, actually, on Twitter, they did announce that they are releasing a prequel two-part comic series for Frontiers, as well as a prequel animation. Uh basically leading up to the start of the game. Which is really cool. Uh they haven't I believe they announced that they're just uh, they're coming soon. I don't believe they said a specific date. But you have more Sonic stuff to look forward to, which is super sick.
2: Yeah, I can agree. (laughs) Again, I am actually really excited for this game. I don't don't know if I will be able to play because, well, new generation games are starting to get actually really heavy. But anyway.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'll be playing it on my PS4. I know that much because I'm going to try to platinum it and I'll either enjoy it or hate it, it, because that's That's fair. Sounds fair. (laughs) Uh, Well, that's it for video game news. Moving on to the world of TCG uh, with Pokemon. We got some card packs coming out soon. The Charizard Ultra Premium Collection comes out at the end of the month on the 28th. The Mew VMAX League Battle Deck and the Silver Tempest, the brand new TCG set, those both drop November 11th and the Scarlet and Violet base set come out next March. In Yu-Gi-Oh! we got a Master Duel update, and spoiler alert, I hate it. The Regulation Duels, a brand new event that is basically a new series of ranked duels, has started where you can only use Link Monsters in your extra deck, and I hate this because I either go up against Evil Twin or Marincest, and it's just, what do I even do? I tried building Code Talkers. I tried building Salaman Great. They even give you the stuff for a decent Salaman Great deck right now because they put out a structured deck. But no, I have given up on this event. There's like two rewards that are worth it. The one that you get at Platinum 1, which is a card sleeve. And then one that you get at Diamond 1, or sorry, Platinum 5. And then Diamond 1 is a fucking like a ring icon. That's it. That's all you get. And then like titles. Woo, titles. No one cares about the titles. (laughs) Uh, uh, Rant over. Uh, The the event broke me. Um, But we have some cards coming out on the 20th. Darkwing Blast comes out uh, on December 1st. Structured deck Dark World releases. Dark Magician accessories come out February 9th of next year. The Photon Hypernova comes up February 9th as well. And we also got an an announcement that a new Trap Tricks structure deck, the name of it still in works, is coming out February 24th uh, of next year. So we have that to look forward to. And in Magic the Gathering news, the Pioneer Challenger decks for 2022 released November 4th. The Brothers War releases November 18th. And the 30th anniversary edition of Magic the Gathering, uh, pre-orders for those cards begin November 28th, and remember that's like a thousand dollars because it features Black locus Black Lotus reprints. So you too could own a Black Lotus for the low, low price of a thousand dollars, which is actually pretty low because like the cards like over I want to say it's close to a hundred. It's it's either over. It's either in the ten grand range or the hundred grand range, and I cannot remember. And lastly, uh, board game news: we got uh, an up-and-coming digital role-playing platform uh, called Roll. Uh, It's it's launching a new marketplace where people can pick up tabletop role-playing games from some of the biggest IPs out there that do tabletop uh, gaming, like uh, Modifius. It's sorry, it's partnering with Modifius and Magpie Games. Uh, Some of the franchises you can have access to our fallout homeworld dune and star trek so it's really cool if you like tabletop gaming and that is our week in review crisis you have any thoughts on anything that we covered
2: um i wouldn't I, i just wanted to say that i i actually really wanted to play like the board games with card games you know yeah but those are extremely expensive here in Brazil. <laughs> so, how much does one? How much does one go for? I prefer. I prefer actually not to even look because I would be depressed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. That,
2: that, that, but, that is
1: very understandable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but actually,
2: but, but this one of the of the role playing, of the role playing game, uh, actually was, but it's basically a online board game, right? Yeah that that one why actually really caught my attention. I like board games. I am pretty much a nerd. I don't <laughs> I don't I don't have any um, any shame in saying that I am a nerd. <laughs> so yeah I like this <laughs> stuff and it really caught my attention. Uh
1: well that's it for the week in review. It's now time for us to look ahead and see what games are coming out that should be on your radar from October 17th to October 23rd.
0: From AAA titles to upcoming indies and random shovelware, here's what's coming out next week that should be on your radar. No
1: game releases on the Monday, but on Tuesday, A Plague Tale Requiem finally makes its release for the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, Switch, and PC. Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed comes out on everything except the Switch them's fightin' herds comes to all the consoles and dreams and marvel snap both come to the pc on wednesday uncharted the legacy of thieves collection makes its way to the pc the last hero of Nostalgia comes to the pc and the xbox systems the last worker and the valiant also both arrive on the pc On Thursday, Matora Lost Haven comes out on everything. Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope arrives on the Switch, the sequel to Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Norco comes to the PlayStations and Xboxes. Second Extinction comes on the Xbox systems and PC. The Jackbox Party Pack 9 arrives on everything. Vampire Survivors, The Pegasus Expedition, and Hell is Others All arrive on the PC as well. And on Friday, Gotham Knights comes to the PS5, Series X, and PC. New Tales from the Borderlands comes out on everything but the Switch, which I find weird because it's a telltale game. It shouldn't be that hard to get it on the Switch. But it's not launching on the Switch, so weird. And Persona 5 Royal comes out on everything except the PS4 because it's already on the PS4.
2: A lot of games. <laughs> a lot of games. Uh, any honestly, thoughts on any of those Crisis? I am honestly really interested in the God of Knights games because I always liked. <laughs> um, especially, I know that people are pretty much a fan of Marvel, but I always like DC a bit more. I don't. Don't misunderstand me. I like DC as uh, I like Marvel as well, but I don't know. The Batman series has a, a special place for me especially for for the Arkham Asylum series. Also also <laughs> we have Uncharted which again Yes, is, I believe is... the
1: legacy of Thieves collection is Uncharted 4 and the and Lost Legacy specifically. It's those two games paired up and they're it's basically yeah. a bundle.
2: And since Uncharted is one of definitely definitely one of my favorite series, it's pretty excited. And I think that Jackbox Party is fun for everyone. Uh, so, yeah, I um... am.
1: I'm excited for Party Pack Nine. I will be doing a game night uh, in my Discord server uh, with that game uh, when it comes out. And I'm sure that our mutual friend Ryan will probably be doing uh, some streams of it soon as well yeah (laughs) so very excited to see uh jackbox uh 9 come out and also excited for a lot of people who have not played the persona series before to experience persona 5 royal on their platform of choice because it is such a great rpg well that is everything that should be on your radar for next week it's now time for us to jump into our main focus here's what we're talking about this week in the game lounge
0: Covering a variety of topics with his weekly guests, here's what's going down this week in the Game Lounge.
1: And uh, to start things off, we're gonna be talking about some art in the gaming world. Since you are an artist, crisis, you do a lot of artwork uh, in your time.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I think I think that's I think that's pretty much an an odd um, topic for people <laughs> for who usually listen to the podcast
1: (laughs) Ah, we talk we talk everything here that's why i love doing this is because we get to learn about all different like aspects of gaming whether it be from actually just playing it or to the more obscure things like the art of gaming so you let's start off with this you stream art on twitch when you do stream you do drawing streams what got you into that and what decided for, uh what dis- what was the decision of you starting to stream it online
2: i mean besides uh, drawing since i was like i don't know four or five even earlier than this um uh, when i started to like watching anime series and stuff like this like all the things that uh, if you get something that someone created and you see, for example, a magical world, and or even a more realistic scenario. But you think on a whole universe that's inside someone's someone else's mind. This always um, amaze me. You know, I always uh, wanted to create. Uh, I always liked to imagine things, and I ended up like thinking, why I can Why can't I create something? That people can read or even see, and like the way that I like this stuff, so I started drawing. And I, at 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 the, the first point, my the first idea, my idea was to be a comic artist. But that you know things evolve, and nowadays I, I do I work more with illustration and sometimes with concept art, like. Random illustrations that um, create uh, an, an idea. This is pretty much what I, what I like to do. I plan on going back to draw um, series, for example, comic pages or even a comic series. But I think that's, that's pretty much for, not a long future, but for a future for now. Nice.
1: And um, what was uh, yeah the decision to start streaming on on Twitch? What 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 went into that decision?
2: Uh, my my decision was actually pretty. I don't know. I thought it would be fun, <laughs> and I started. <laughs> <laughs> there is no there, there is actually no real reason. I was like, one well, day bored, and I was like, okay, I'll draw. And I was like, why don't I draw and see if someone wants to chat on Twitch? And I opened a stream, and I don't stream that often. <laughs> I try, but it's not that often. But usually, I when I open a stream, it's because I will draw that day, and I am pretty much up to talk, and I want, and I hope that if someone strikes the stream, we can talk a little bit, laugh a little bit, and I think that's that's always pretty fun. So it's something that. Um, Makes me want to keep on streaming, you know?
1: Compared to me, I'm normal guy. I did art in high, in junior high for, like, a year. I'm like, I can paint good. You You do these masterful things. So having this background, are there things that you specifically look for when it comes to art and design of video games? Or are there things that, like, stand out to you more... Than like a regular person who doesn't have this type of background have.
2: Okay, yeah, let's start with. um I'm as well uh, <laughs> a normal person. Uh, I don't. I don't feel. Uh, no, it, like I'm. I'm being serious. Thank you for the for the compliment. But I myself don't, don't see myself as a uh, you know some someone like like a gifted person who. No, I just started and never stopped. it. I think that this. Pretty much uh, it is what almost every artist do. Like one day people start and they never stop. And since you're never stopping, it's like games, you know, uh, you start gaming one game. You may be bad, but since you start playing over and over and over, you start to get used to what you're doing and things start to get natural. I think that's pretty much the same with art. Um, Besides the fact that you get frustrated a lot. <laughs> <laughs> just like video yeah. games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if, I, but I, think, I think that, at least for me, um, when I get frustrated with art, it's more on a personal level. <laughs> just like video <laughs> games.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I, I can relax with video games. I, I, sometimes I just threw it off and with art I sometimes get mad for weeks. <laughs> but uh, when I look to video games, again, I like to to think about how someone or even a group of people um, started to think on that universe. I am not myself looking, my, myself uh, talking right now about like the image, you know, like the graphics that you can see in the video game. But more about like the word construction, characters, um, how characters interact. This is something that that I always am forward looking to, and pretty much is why I love playing RPGs, because characters always have levels of complexity, you know? And all that com- combined with uh, a good art uh, direction, for example, uh, there was one game that I am playing. I need to finish by the way, but it's actually a pretty much game that I am loving it. Uh, it's called Backbone and it's a ballist game. Uh, you, whoever look at my socials, you guys may see that I like to uh, that I'd like to go over uh, characters with Lick and trope character, Basically, for those who don't play D and D, I like to draw furries, and I don't. I I am myself enough. I'm not ashamed of that. I'm not a furry though. Some stuff that I see kind of bothers me, but that's for another talk. But anyway, uh... (laughs) (laughs) anyway. (laughs) Um, Backbone is a game where you're basically a raccoon. The game is entirely made in pixel art. And the game is gorgeous. Like they use, I don't know if it's procedural lightning, if it's a real, well-made um, environment, but like you feel as you feel, as if you were in that game. You feel as if you were like inside the places that the character is like investigating, and you feel the game uh, it's almost uh, synesthetic you can like you almost feel the rain, <laughs> even though the game is made fully in pixel art that again the graphics are gorgeous but the word construction for me it's great and i think that this is the kind of stuff that i always wanted that is that i always want to to see in video games because I think that's pretty amazing. You know, you teleport to inside a world that you don't belong. <laughs> something, something like this. It's kind of crazy, actually. Um, what are some of your other
1: uh, favorite games artistically that you that you you just that you could spend like hours just like playing and feeling that immersion level with how they've designed their world?
2: I would go even further. <laughs> I could like, for example, look hours without even playing for in for example Genshin Impact that it's a game that's absolutely amazing in world construction the graphics are beautiful the characters are amazing you like of course there are, there are some characters that some people don't like there are some characters that people love but in general like the world is so well made that it's a game that I I would live inside the game without a <laughs> without a problem. <laughs> I think that one game, one game that I, I actually didn't I did never play the game, but I know I watched it a lot of videos, and it's a game that I want to play one day. Yet, it's Journey. Oh uh, yes, Journey is a. F-
1: it's gr- I loved playing Journey.
2: Yeah, yeah, Journey is is a game that. Um, the game doesn't have a word, but you understand everything, you feel everything, you get attached to the character that you're playing with. And I think that this this is art, you know? This is where art enters in the game, because if we get old games, um, if we get, for example, um, the first versions of arcade games like Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Okay, Street Fighter did have a lore but you went to the arcade to play the game, and after you lose, you went away yeah I think that nowadays like games are starting to get uh into a more personal level you get attached to the game even even the or, or, or how, how do I say that word I'm sorry for being <laughs> for not not for the out fluence sometimes uh. Horror games, that's it. Uh, for example, Dead Space, it's a game that I think that's pretty interesting in art concept because the game to start with, you don't have a you, uh, HUD, so the game feels pretty much like a movie. And you are always like trying, if you play the game as the developers said once, trying to always get the cinematic feel on the game you like you are not playing a game you are playing a story so i think that artwork comes in video in video games that way you know uh, sometimes like you don't even feel that there is pretty much an artwork inside of the video, the video game because it's so uh, mixed together that it is what it is <laughs> changing it a bit looking more towards
1: the i guess the negative aspect What are some of your least favorite games with their uh with how they did their art direction and whatnot and what are like the what are some of your like pet peeves that you have about some of that artwork
2: i think that i don't i i think that one game that uh, i that could have a lot more potential i know that is what I will um, say right now, you may you may think that okay, it's it's a child game. Yeah, I know that it's a child game, but it is a game that could have a lot more potential. That is the who had a Xbox three sixty might remember the <laughs> Viva Pinata word uh, game.
1: Okay. yeah, I remember the Viva Pinata
2: game. Yeah, it was actually a pretty silly game, but I actually played a lot because my first Xbox I was like seven, eight, so I played. And remember about remembering about I think that actually could have could have, could have been a game that could have a, like a story direction to go further, to stop being just. A child game should be actually a game for every, for every age. You know, it's like if we get, for example, Animal Crossing. <laughs> Animal Crossing is in concept a child game, but if you get like the the average age of people who played, like you will get like twenty five to thirties. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's yeah, that's about right.
2: Yeah, it's it's because <laughs> it's because they they did the game with stuff that didn't like made just for one kind one group of of people that were kids, but actually they did a game that was fun for everyone to play, and I think that it's what makes me sad about some games that they um, they spend a lot of stuff like making graphics better, making, I don't know, vice acting better, which is okay. I understand that. It's actually a good thing to, to make better in a game. It's uh, makes the experience feel better, but sometimes they waste potential on stuff that could actually, if they didn't uh, have invested so much time and effort on other stuff and Went back. They could
1: have put their resources elsewhere.
2: Yeah, and if they went back to the to the to, to a place where like a little bit more of um, work could, uh, how how do I say that? Like, I think that's pretty much a waste when you see a great game with a lot of potential because it didn't had a, actually a good art direction in terms of story or in terms of gameplay are in terms of like keeping the play the player engaged. Engaged, exactly. I was going to say busy but <laughs> engaged. I think it's a, it's a better <laughs> it's a better word. <laughs> uh, and those games just fall into oblivion. And I think that's actually pretty sad. <laughs> but Okay, so now, now to, to say about some pet peeves. I myself don't like when games uh, sexualize stuff too much. It's I think that I, I myself feel un- uncomfortable. And sometimes I must admit, even though I myself am not a professional artist, but I sometimes um, criticize some professional artworks that I see um, promotional arts and stuff like this.
1: That's fair. So just tone uh, tone down the booba around crisis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
2: <laughs> it's uh, like I know that some people like, but I don't. I don't think that's needed like everywhere, especially like fight games. Sometimes it doesn't make even sense.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I won't disagree, I won't disagree with that. I, I yeah. really won't. Yeah, yeah, it's like
2: uh, it's like again, it's not about not doing, uh, it's not about doing a sexy character, but it's about it's about making every character sexy in situations that don't fit. <laughs> this don't make sense
1: at all. Well, this just doesn't make sense. She she fell and I can see everything.
2: Yeah. yeah. Actually, there are sites for that, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes,
1: but can you blame the internet? I mean, I, th- I think that
2: if we start about fandoms, we we won't <laughs> we won't finish today, Tony. <laughs>
1: that's that's a, that's a whole other rabbit hole that I do not want to go down. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Let, let's move on. Ha-
1: have you seen the My Hero Academia fandom? They'll come after my ass.
2: It's it's actually one of my favorite anime,s but
1: I great anime, great show. I, I yeah. think a good show.
2: God, be, the fans be, suck. Be far, be far away from the fandom. Yeah.
1: Um, is there anything else you want to add on the world of art in video games, or any like art stuff that you want to add to this topic? I
2: think that um, in the, in the artwork in, inside, video games. I think that we could always ask. <laughs> it's right now. It's me, crisis asking as a as an artist. Always be be nice to artists to artists because
1: they put a lot of work into their craft.
2: Yeah, and both companies and also some players like don't. Um, don't really appreciate the work that artists do inside the, the game the game industry and actually inside other industries. But if we think art is everywhere, like design is actually a kind of art. At, at least in my opinion, like design, it is a way to put art into a, a into a thing that works. And sometimes people like don't don't really appreciate that you know art exists and. We could still have games like 9, 9.95 graphics and no story to play. So I think that art joins in this place where we are getting more engaged and we feel more about games. Like, I mean, I am myself a pretty much a crybaby and I cry sometimes playing and I think that this wouldn't be possible if art was wasn't there. You know what? No, that's very fair. Because
1: how else are you? How else are they supposed to show that emotion? Like, yeah, voice acting can help, but like, it's really the art and the design that go into that to make you feel something.
2: It's because it's it's because like it's from the the, the game engineering from the art department to the story department. Like, it's the whole product. And art is in a big. uh, It's the, it's
1: the, it's the tape that ties things together. At least in my opinion, it
2: is.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, that's a very, that's a very fair statement to make. I absolutely, I I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. It's time for us to now move on to our second topic of the day. And it's just, just the video games that you like. So, Crisis. what games do you find yourself playing the most, uh, genre-wise?
2: Lately, I am playing pretty much just just Genshin Impact. (laughs) Because, (laughs) well, gacha games are... Yeah.
1: (laughs) They're like a a crack, almost. Okay, I I have to ask, how rough estimate... How much real money have you put into Genshin?
2: Oh no, I am pretty much a totally free to play player. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't I I I didn't spend any penny on on Genshin Impact. And good, pretty much good, in, you
1: know, good for you. Yeah. I can't say the <laughs> same for myself when I played it for a month. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, I, I can I can control myself pretty well. Uh, actually something really fun happened to me. Hoya Lab had a... since we're really close to the second anniversary.
1: Oh um, yeah, yeah, I guess said, we are.
2: Yeah. I think it it's next month.
1: That sounds right. I think I played it in November.
2: It's on the end the of the oh, month, or next yeah. month was something like this. And Hoyolab um are doing actually a lot of like web events. And one of the events was like daily login and I re- and I received was like a a Welking Moon Bless? So okay. <laughs> it's the only not free-to-play resource that I had on the game, but I got it for, for free, so
1: <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Other <laughs> all, all the other things were like hours gathering resources and Prima Gems.
1: <laughs> uh, so aside from Genshin, uh, what other ga- what other games have you found yourself or just like the genre of games have you found yourself playing the most? Uh,
2: as I said, I like a lot of, of RPG games, I like rhythm games, I played a lot of osu! I didn't play too much nowadays, I think that's actually pretty much a decent three months that I don't play, but I like to play osu! actually a lot. Um, FPS I played sometimes just for fun. like a casual Valorant play with everybody muted because I don't want to hear people. (laughs) people. I
1: don't want to hear you saying things in a game where people can be really toxic.
2: Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But pretty much uh, I like um, platform games, even though there is quite a long time that I I don't play any and trivia slash puzzle games are actually pretty fun as well to play. For example, um, just to to name one, uh, I played two, three, or four months ago. uh, The room.
1: Oh yeah, that's that. uh, That's that uh, puzzle game.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I need now to play. Yeah, same. (laughs) Same, but I like. (laughs) And I need now to finish the second and the third one. But yeah. Nice. Um. So I think we'll focus mostly on RPGs, because
1: Genshin's an RP is technically an RPG in its uh, own rights, and you've played a bunch of them. What got you into that RPG genre? What was, like, your first RPG?
2: My first RPG, I think that was um, Final Fantasy I emulation. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I was, what, eleven, 12. And I started playing it. I don't think that I finished it though. But you c- yeah, you couldn't beat Garland. No. no.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, definitely, definitely,
2: I didn't finish it. <laughs> <laughs> but I always liked it, like Zelda games. Even though I don't don't have a Nintendo anymore, but my another cousin of mine, of me, of me also had a, a Nintendo sixty four. And he had um, one Zelda game. I don't remember which Ocarina one. Ocarina of I
1: Time or Majora's Mask? Could
2: be either because I was like five when they played. Okay. <laughs> so enough. I don't I don't remember. Sorry. <laughs> fair, uh, fair, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think that these ones were pretty, pretty much the ones that I started. Uh, I use it to play a lot of MOBAs as well played a lot of league of legends in the past don't play anymore and even though it's not exactly an rpg it's quite a bit more could could be a bit more an rts game but um, again i am a lore addicted so i play i in 2015 or 2016 when i when i used it to play one day i sat in front of the computer and read half of the story of the league of legends world <laughs> don't remember too much though nowadays but <laughs> it's been a while <laughs> but yeah well, I, I have bad
1: that... news for you because we're about to pop quiz you on some league of legends lore right now <laughs> oh damn <laughs> <laughs> not actually though no. god no i haven't I, I, okay okay thank god, you no. <laughs> no god no you think I would actually do that to myself and read up on League of Legends stuff? Gross. <laughs> I mean, some some actually. Some I mean, series. here's the thing. I, I will say this: Arcane is a fantastic series. I, even though I have not watched it, it has been it is done really well, and I will give it the props it deserves. That's what I was going to say.
2: If you like, for example, more sci-fi and cyber cyberpunk stuff, you could read like the the uh, it's Zion, Zion and. I forgot the other city's name. That is the the cities that are retrated in Arcane. But if you like something more like um, Lord of the Rings, you could read the the Free free Yard, the Iona, and even uh, I don't know the name of the Yardo cities in English, but you know, it's quite more fantastic. Okay. So it's pretty much like a niche thing. If you like to read about a certain stuff, pretty much sure that they got, they got a the bit house. of everything for you. Yeah. So it's it's actually pretty fun.
1: Um. So what are qualities within like RPG and RTS games that keep you invested?
2: Pretty much a good story.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I think that's very standard for like any RPG. As long as you have a good story. You're, yeah, you're you're about to keep a good chunk of it now, as long as your gameplay gameplay is good too, then hey, you, you're you're hooked. Mm. Not that there's much too a lot of RPG
2: gameplay. I can I can kind of disagree <laughs> with the gameplay with the gameplay part. I, I, I mean, it, it feel yes, it really depends on the gameplay. Because for example, Tales the Tales series, uh, like the old ones, I played. For example, the Tales of Vesperia. I am yeah. actually playing it. Oh. The gameplay is awful.
0: <laughs> the gameplay,
2: it's awful. But the story is amazing, so you keep playing because of the story. <laughs> you, you suffer. You, you
1: suffer so you can enjoy
2: more later. It's exactly. <laughs> or, for example, one um, that I played, I think that I played like five or six hours. I need to play that as well, the Valkyrie. Um, Valkyria Chronicles. I don't like the gameplay style. I don't like the gameplay style at all. It's pretty much more t- tactical, which is fine. But I think that's pretty much. Um, it's laggy. I don't know. I don't know. the The gameplay is weird. But the story again is amazing. So you play <laughs> for the story. <laughs>
1: okay. Okay.
2: And for oh okay and for RTS games that I like, I think that. Now it's pretty much the customization thing for me. For example, if you if you have uh, Age of Empires, that it's well <laughs> classic. You can get like many civilizations to play with, and you can get many strategies to play with. And I even played uh, online a few times. And I love the fact that every game is pretty much uh, a separate story, you know, like you get different strategies, you get different resources, you get different nations. So everything leads to a different game, which is pretty much a small book in the on your screen. Yeah, so. you've actually worked
1: on a game before or kind of, you were part of, like, a game development team for a a bit of a time. What was that like for you? And what were some of the things that you did?
2: Okay, so... I think that's pretty much where a dream coming true. Because I played I was, like, what, three, four? And I always wanted to be inside a game project, so was the chance that I had. Um... I did concept arts. I did a four page comics to be a, a four page comic to be a, um, a promotional art. and I did one promotional art as well with two character designs and three and I think that two or three um, background concept arts as well for environments of the game. And was actually a pretty amazing experience because you see something that you're working on being part of something bigger. I know that it's pretty cliche to say this, but uh, it's pretty much how you feel. You feel that something. for example, I draw static images and you see like the characters that you draw speaking things and acting. you know you see them as pretty much as actors. So it's pretty amazing. Uh, the game was uh, uh, a visual novel project. Oh, I also did the, the script for the for the prologue. Ooh. for like the yeah the the main idea of the, the of the intro game because it was actually um, my my script. Like it was a criminal. Visual Novel, and you were a detective, and pretty much I wrote all the steps that led from the start of the investigation to the end of the investigation. So again, was a pretty, a pretty fun experience to put like all the all the things that I, I always liked to to do in <laughs> inside a project that eventually will come to life.
1: Nice, that's awesome. Is the game set to come out in the near future, or did the or uh, is it still a lot of work to be done with it?
2: I for I'm a, I'm gonna say like this way because there is no problem to say that uh, I for personal reasons for like some personal stuff I needed to be away of the project so I ended up after you know like four or five months without really adding to the project i ended up talking to everyone and i left Uh, so i don't really know when the game will come out but i think that between the start of 2023 to the start of 2024 the game will probably be be, will be being released and yeah uh, i think that Again, even though I I needed to left the the project, to that was a great experience. But I'll definitely be be playing it <laughs> because <laughs> there was a lot of work involved, and it would be amazing to see like characters that I helped to design, that I got like a concept of like six, seven, eight words and created uh, an image about the the character and see them having life this will be definitely amazing and when when it's released i'll send you a message and you i mean absolutely
1: you know how i am with visual novels (laughs) how many did i play this year too many
2: (laughs) (laughs) and yeah you 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 know you know you know when 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 it's released don't (laughs) worry But for I now, can't. I really don't have a, a release date or something that I can say that will be released in the near future or in mean, a long-term future. But for now, it's I know that it will be released at some point in history. Yeah. <laughs> it will be
1: released. When? It'll be released. Oh, okay. Uh, one last question I do have on you. What are some projects that you're currently working on now or some future projects that you have in store for yourself uh,
2: to do? Okay, for now, I think that both are kind of the same. But for now, I am working at some concept arts of characters uh, and what they are for. Exactly for what <laughs> for my long term project, uh, I plan on starting like a light hearted web comic in the future, and I am pretty much like creating layers of each character One be something like I will post every week. No, I don't, I wish that I had, but I don't have time for that. Uh, sadly, art is not my, my main income. So I can't really like stop the whole day to, to draw, even though I, I would love to do that. And it's a plan for, for like a not so long future, a near future. I plan actually to release, at least the first page this year yet would be pretty much a lighthearted story like something talking about friendship and for talking about like daily daily stuff daily issues daily um, things that you laugh with your friends and this is pretty much like something that i want you to, to write people to read like in one or two minutes and smile <laughs> it's again it's pretty cliche but it's something that i I'm pretty much dreaming for a long time, and it's something that I really am eager to put on on the paper, literally, <laughs> <laughs> and and share with everybody like things that always were on my mind.
1: Well, that's awesome! I cannot wait uh, to see the first what it does eventually. Uh, make its so make because boy do I know uh, about doing what you love to do but not being able having a lot of time to do it because it's not your main source of income because I uh, kind of the same way you know <laughs> with me and with me and streaming
2: yeah, uh, you know because if if there is any minor listening to to the podcast life. Uh, Adult life is not actually that fun. (laughs) Yeah. Enjoy. Adulting. (laughs) Adulting sucks. Enjoy the time you you still have. (laughs) Yeah.
1: If if you're under 18, listening to this, just just uh, don't grow up. But sadly, that it's not going to do much. I mean, I mean, there there there
2: are some perks. We can deny that. Uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah.
2: There there are some perks. But but in general... (laughs) In general... In general!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: uh, Yeah. Well, with that, then, I think we'll head right on in to the bonus level to start wrapping things up.
0: Community Q&As. A look back at gaming history and your achievement of the week. Here's this week's bonus level. And uh, to kick things off, we have
1: the Community Corner, which is a segment where if you're in the Tony's Game Lounge Discord... The Game Lodge Network, that's what it's called. Uh, every week, we have uh, questions that you, the viewer, listener, can submit to us within the appropriate tab. And we got five questions this week in the community corner. Our, let's start with our first one from our boy, Actual Trash PhD. He does have a doctorate in trash. What franchise has the best art, in your opinion? And he also also says, and why is it Final Fantasy? (laughs) Uh,
2: First of all, I think that I am pretty much going to the same PhD uh, way. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) um, I think that for me, the best art, the best game franchise that has a stunning artwork is... I think that I need to agree that Final Fantasy is the main one, for me at least, because they can mix so many things, like they mix. Um, if we get especially like the the new the newer ones, yeah, they, they mix, mix, mix like
1: proper like medieval fantasy with m- magic with like technology, steampunk yeah, yeah, technology. And it's so cool.
2: And it's something that is, is extremely harmonical, and you don't feel like it's weird. So it's. Final Fantasy is indeed like a, a top three in my in my opinion. I think that again, um, Genshin Impact and Zenless Zone Zero, even though it's it's not released yet, but Hoyoverse games in general has they look amazing.
1: very pretty. They their 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 art is so pretty. Yeah, and that's why people like their waifus. I myself as well. <laughs> <laughs> Um, our next question comes from Sir Wiggles the Great. I think this one's more directed at me. Why are all MMORPGs just delivery quest simulators?
2: Pretty much because gamers spend a lot of time playing. And creating quests is not that easy. <laughs> so ah, So the, should... they were lazy. Uh no I wouldn't say exactly lazy. Sometimes yes. <laughs> but <laughs> like think if you have a game like talking seriously, seriously now if you have a game you have many aspects from graphics to coding to storytelling to character development to and mmorpgs M- pretty much work all in all this this aspects at the same time so they need to have like a big a really big um, team to go over all the stuff. And yeah, sometimes they are working on a uh, DLC or an um, expansion and they don't really want to like work with daily quests. <laughs> so delivery quest is the way. <laughs> yeah.
1: Here's a fetch quest, go get the thing and then do it again. <laughs>
2: But 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 I, but, I, but I I really understand the frustration because sometimes I I get frustrated with <laughs> with the the Genshin daily quest that is like jump on mushrooms and I'm not joking this is like one of the main daily quests that I have on on the latest um, region that Sumeru I really like almost everyday jump on on mushrooms
1: I jump on the same five mushrooms every single day.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty much actually exactly this, (laughs) Tony.
1: From Scoptimus, Scoptimus Scoptimus7, did RTS games peak with Halo Wars 2? I would say yeah. I actually didn't play Halo Wars. I, I played a little bit of them, and I played a little bit of the first one, not the second one, but I would say Halo Wars 2 is probably the peak. Because you you don't really hear a lot about RTS games nowadays. But I
2: I would say I would say now that's mostly because RTS sadly is a game that's developed for the same fans. So that's why that's why we don't don't listen too much about RTS games because people don't don't really like to play RTS games unless you are a bit crazy like me. <laughs>
1: It involves a lot of thinking and acting on your feet. Yeah. It feels like my job.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and for example, for example, we have one game one RTS game that released um last year or this year. I don't know because I didn't play yet because it was actually pretty expensive and I didn't want it to to buy yet. But anyway, <laughs> that was um, the Age of Empires 4. That's That looks actually pretty amazing. So it's a, again. It's a game that you don't listen to people talking, but there are actually uh, still there are people out there
1: stuff. talking. About it. Yeah, but there I
2: just are, They're just
1: hard to find.
2: Exactly. Exactly. I think that's pretty much. Uh, it's the same thing with D and groups before Stranger Things and after Stranger. Stranger yeah, before, Things.
1: Stranger Things did a- before Stranger Things and before Stranger Things and like Critical Role, it was a lot harder, and then after they came out, bam, D and D is everywhere. We just kind of need the same thing with an RTS. Yeah, you know, Stranger <laughs> Things, get on, uh, I don't know, get on that Starcraft, do something with Starcraft, because <laughs> that'll that'll bring RTS to the forefront.
2: Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't enjoy that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, from HDTC, what's the best song you've heard in an RTS, and why is it Hell March? I don't know what that song is, so I can't say. And I don't play RTSs, so I can't
2: say. I don't know the song as well. definitely my my most nostalgic song that I listen to. And I always like to listen no matter no matter the, the day or the time of the day is the is <laughs> the Age of Empires 2 menu menu, so that's actually pretty <laughs> <really> good. <laughs>
1: okay. Alrighty then. And lastly from actual trash PhD one more time. Would you be interested in an RPG that goes oddly in depth about the history of cheese? Be half a uh, Ital- Italian, I would actually love it. <laughs> I think the game would be pretty Gouda. <laughs> um, that's all I'm going to say about that. That's all I, I'm going to say. I,
2: I, I, think that, I, I think that this joke was kind of cheesy, though. <laughs> oh,
1: all right. Let's stop before this, uh, this turns into just cheese puns. Uh, that's our Community Corner. If you want to submit questions for a future episode, uh, you can join our official Discord and the link for that is in the bu- is in the description of this episode. Uh moving on to this week in gaming history, here's what happened in the past from October 17th to 23rd. On Monday, 2001, Capcom released Devil May Cry for the PlayStation 2 in North America. That was the 17th. It's uh that's uh 21 years of Devil May Cry. And I'm uh you can see me playing uh the Devil May Cry franchise here on my Twitch channel as I've been playing through those games. I actually just finished the first one not that long ago.
2: Does does the devil cry or you do cry?
1: Oh, nah, there was no crying. <laughs> Sadly, there was no oh. crying whatsoever. Oh. Disappointed. Uh, zero out of ten. <laughs> uh, on the eighteenth, two thousand five, Nintendo released Fire Emblem: Path of Radiance for the GameCube in North America on Wednesday on uh, the. 19th, 2010, Bethesda Softworks released Fallout New Vegas for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 in North America. On the 20th, 1985, Sega released the Sega Mark III video game system in Japan. On the 20th, sorry, 21st, 2003, Namco released Time Crisis 3 for the PlayStation 2 in North America. On the 22nd, 1993, Tonkin House released the Sylphia video game for the PC Engine in Japan. And lastly, on the 23rd, 2006, Nintendo released Magical Star Sign for the Nintendo DS in North America. The achievement of this week uh, this week goes to Dragon Ball The Breakers, Come Forth Shenron, which is to have Shenron, just grant your wish, gather all seven Dragon Balls, and make one of the wishes now sadly you can't wish for anything you have like three specific things you can wish for but you're still making a wish to Shenron. on pretty cool <laughs> and the game of the week this week i'm giving it to jackbox party pack 9 because who doesn't love the jackbox party pack games yeah you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna throw this out there hey jackbox i love your games i play them a lot uh, in my spare time, uh, if you said if you reach out to me, I would love a free code,
2: <laughs> please. Same, same, <laughs> same, please, please, and, and please. also. Uh, the, anyway, if I don't get a free code, that's okay. But please, think at least think, think carefully in doing in doing a, a Portuguese translation translation of the of your games. <laughs> that would be amazing.
1: Yeah. Uh. Well, that's everything. That's another episode of the world tour wrapped up crisis. Thank you for coming on the podcast.
2: I am. I am the one who needs to appreciate Tony. Again, it's an honor to be here. And that was actually pretty fun. I must be honest. I was actually hella nervous, but anyway, especially because uh, as you said, I'm from Brazil. English is not my first language. Do, Do I stream on in English? Yes. I also stream on Portuguese, but English being, not being my first language is something that I sometimes have a little bit of trouble speaking, and sometimes I simply just give up. But anyway, and but anyway, that was a that was a great time to be here, and it was really fun. So thank you.
1: Really. Absolutely. Where can we find you on the internet?
2: Okay, my main two social medias are my Twitter where I most post my... where I post the most my artworks. That is twitter.com slash slash X-Crisis. Uh, I type things a little weirdly. So, get get the name on the podcast episode name. <laughs> yes,
1: that is uh, X-Crisis with uh, Y's, not I's.
2: Yeah, and it's... There are capitals and stuff. Anyway, you guys may see. <laughs> and also the same the same username for my Twitch. On both of those, there are links to my other social medias, but they are pretty much into oblivion. So <laughs> if you want to follow me, Twitter is where I am the most active. I try to I try to reply everybody, so don't don't be afraid to send a hi. <laughs>
1: And, of course, you can find me over at Radio Tony on Twitter and at Tony's Game Lounge on Instagram, Twitch, TikTok. Uh, And uh, also be sure to like and share the podcast and follow it if you're not following it already. Uh, Because all of those help big number go up and serotonin levels go up too. So like, share, follow the podcast wherever you are. Crisis, thank you once again for coming on.
2: Again, uh it, it was an honor. It was really fun, actually. <laughs> and thank you, the listener, for uh tuning in this week. Uh b-
1: we will be back next week on our next stop of the world tour. Uh, and we will see you
0: next time here in the game lounge.
1: Bye! Yeah.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Tony's Game Lounge. New episodes release every Monday. Be sure to like and share the podcast and follow Tony on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and TikTok for more updates.